2: Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. We're taking your calls at 866-870-5752. And check out Dr. Darrow's website at www.lastemcells.com. And remember, when you call the program, you get Dr. Darrow's latest book for free, Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate, Don't Operate. Dr. Darrow, would you like to speak to...
3: Carol in Los Alamitos? Of course. I'm going to give out the phone number to the studio first. and okay. then my office. The studio number, so you can talk to us live, is 866-870-5752. And if you want to reach us at the office, uh, if you miss the show and you want to just call later, it's 800 And the website, if you want to watch me doing videos of these procedures, is www.lastemcells.com. And you can email me from there also. Every page has an email spot. And uh, we're going to go to Carol. Carol, hi. How are you? It's Dr. Mark Darrow. Oh, thank you.
4: Yeah, I'm calling about my boyfriend. He's 61 and has had just a shoulder that's bone on bone. Okay. And he kind of thinks that surgery is the only option. And okay. Just curious, do you do many shoulders? Have you had any success with bone on
3: bone? I do shoulders every single day, and I have a lot of success with that. And bone on bone is a statement that's false in most cases. So most of my patients come in and they say, I've got bone on bone. And then I move around their shoulder, their knee, their hip. That's supposed to be bone on bone. And it glides and moves. And I I laugh and I go, your doctor didn't really tell you the truth. It's not bone on bone. And so it's a term I don't like being used. And the way I describe it is this. Have you ever, Carol, had two bricks put together and tried to slide them?
4: I mean, hypothetically hypothetically exactly. good
3: okay well i've tried to do it it doesn't move and that's what bone on bone would feel like if the arm moves it's not bone on bone there's cartilage there do you understand so, that i
4: mean yeah sure so what kind of success have you had with with bone on bone
3: I, I mean know, not but going okay, so
4: what's perceived <laughs> as that, I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, a lot of a lot of success. Every day I have success with it.
4: Even if it's indented, like if it's rubbed a, a dent.
3: Well in it, the depends. it depends. It like, depends. That could be that could be what's for. called a Hill Sachs deformity, and I treat a lot of those too. It just depends. I've got to examine a person to let them know if this is appropriate treatment for them using stem cells or platelets. It's not something I can diagnose over the radio. I wish I could. I don't have x-ray vision across town, and um, an examination and is would needed. would
4: it be helpful, like, for someone to bring you x-rays, like if they came for an appointment?
3: It's, you know, it's, it's helpful really mainly to rule out things like cancer and tumors and stuff, which is rare, but I've seen it. Um, my examination tells me everything. I do like, you know occasionally if there's an issue that doesn't heal right away then i like to get an image mri x-ray depending what part of the body but it's not mandatory is your boyfriend sitting there with you
4: no
3: okay otherwise i'd talk to him and get a little more information can he lift his arm up at all
4: i think he can lift it like up shoulder height
3: okay so there's a couple enough. things going on there. He may have some arthritis in there yeah. and he may I have some. Golfer. Yeah, golfing can do that. Let me, let me, let me tell you, <laughs> I treat so many golfers. It's crazy. And I'm a rampant golfer myself, um, but anything repetitive can do it. Um, but the other thing that could be going on is he could have, besides some arthritis, he could have what we call adhesive capsulitis or frozen shoulder, which has nothing to do with arthritis. He so could have a little bit of both of them. Or he may just have adhesive capsulitis and no arthritis. That's why I've got to do an examination and check him out.
4: Okay. That's, that's how, and what's the current, uh, if someone calls, say, this coming week, typically how long do people wait to get in?
3: Well, if you tell him you called in on the radio show, tell him I said you can get in any time you want. Oh, my. I'll always slip somebody in if they call the radio.
4: Okay. All right. So worth a try. And you've had success with, I mean, is this like an ongoing treatment or is this?
3: That's a good question. Um, It depends on what the person does with themselves. So as an example, if I get a high-level athlete and um, they've got, Um, As an example, there's someone, I won't give you his name, although he probably wouldn't mind it. Um, He came in because he had severe arthritis in both his knees, and he's a very high-level skier and bicyclist. He does 200-mile bicycle races in the mountains, and he's a top-level skier. He's retired. He's a wealthy man, and um, he comes in all the time. He doesn't need to because we fixed him after like three treatments and he was pain free. But he still comes back maybe like two or three times a year uh, because he wants to be proactive. And after his knee, after the pain in his knees went away, um, he showed up again. I said, you don't need to come back. And he says, no, I need to because I know that I created all this arthritis by doing all of the sports and I know it's going to come back at the same level of sports that I do. So he shows up once in a while. Does he have to? Probably not. So it's one of those things, part of it's subjective. That means the person decides for themselves what they're going to do. I can't tell someone what they should do. And I can't tell if a person has pain. I see x-rays and MRIs that look terrible, terrible arthritis, and the person has basically no pain. And then vice versa. People can have tons of pain, and then their imaging study looks perfect. So a lot of pain is subjective.
4: True. Okay. Well, it sounds like it'd be worth a try since uh, the sh- shoulder, shoulder surgeries are so kind of precarious and not always successful.
3: Well, you heard, I don't know if you were listening to the beginning of the show, I told the story when I was a fourth-year medical student doing orthopedic surgery, and um, I tweaked my shoulder weightlifting, and I had my boss, my professor, operate on it. And a uh, very simple surgery. It was called a, a shoulder decompression. They just cut some ligaments and shaved off part of the acromion. And that thing blew up. It turned out Terrible. And I didn't blame the surgeon because that's just part of surgery. I liked him. But the surgery was a catastrophe for me for about four years until I learned about doing regenerative medicine. I injected my own shoulder, and it healed literally overnight. It was a miracle to me. And that led me to doing this as my work. This is the work I do, and uh, I rarely ever use a steroid shot. And I do this naturally with the healing. I'm, I'm a natural healer, if you want to call it that.
4: Okay. And uh, you have some success in lumbar, uh, like uh, stenosis and spondylitis. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. All those, see, when you have a diagnosis, that doesn't mean that tells you where the pain is being generated from. Okay. So you can have stenosis and have no pain, or oh, you yeah. can have stenosis and have terrible pain. And, uh, you know,
4: like, but if you have narrowing of foramina and pressure on nerves, is there much that stem cells help with that?
3: Well, see, I'm going to repeat this again for you. There are people that have that condition on an MRI and have no yeah. pain down their legs or in their back or neck or arms. So they don't even know they have it. It's found serendipitously. And then there's people that have pain down their legs, as an example, and you think it's a sciatica, and then you do an MRI, and nothing shows up with foraminal stenosis like you were just mentioning, and then the doctor scratches his chin and doesn't know what's up. You can have facet arthropathy, where the facets are a little overgrown with minimal arthritis, and that can radiate all the way down the leg, and there's no surgery that can fix it. So it's not something I can describe on the radio for someone to tell them what's going on. I need to do an examination, move the body around, touch the area, and I get people in every single day who are ready for a surgery, and we heal them without a surgery by just injecting these cells, these platelets, PRP or stem cells, because surgery was not the right thing to do in the beginning. It's just that doctors, unfortunately, are not educated to this yet. Even though it's been around 120 years, doctors are not into it because it's not part of the medical thank industrial you. complex of making money.
4: Okay. Well, then I uh, thank you so much. That that's helpful.
3: Anyway, uh, bring your bring your boyfriend in. I'll examine him. And I'll let you know what I think. And the phone number to the office, if you want to call up and make an appointment, is 800-300-9300. If anyone else who's listening wants to talk to me live right now, I would love your questions. And the phone number to the studio to talk to Nita and I is 866-870-5752. Actually, talk to Nita and me, not I. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right, Nita? Thanks, Dr. Good job. Thank you so much. Thank you for your call, Carol. Okay, so we have a moment of no calls. Do you have an email you want to talk about? Oh, oh my gosh, I know you. Did, I you did you say what else is going on in the office yet today?
3: Yes, I'm going to tell you. We're okay. doing vampire facelifts, which is injecting these cells into the face to regrow the collagen, make you look young. And also on the top of the head, for those of you with thinning hair, and uh, it works pretty good. If you're completely bald, don't come in. (laughs) But if you've got some hair there and you just want to thicken it up, it can work for that.
2: I wonder why it doesn't work if you're completely bald.
3: Well, it could. It's just that it would take a lot of treatments. Oh, I I see. I don't think people want to go through with that. Okay. well, let So me... I'm going to go to a question here, if you don't mind.
2: Um, well, I just was going to tell people how they could get your book.
3: Okay. Get the book by, free book. It's called um, Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate, Don't Operate. And it's a $25 value. It's, uh, what is it, 200 pages, 250 studies. That's right, scientific studies showing how regenerative medicine of PRP, platelet-rich plasma, and stem cells works and how surgeries fail. I'm not putting down the surgeons. I love the surgeons. I just don't like the surgeries that they do most of the time. If it's an emergency, go get a surgery. If it's elective and you get to decide, please consider doing regenerative medicine first and see if that works.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: Let me go to a... Oh, we have someone calling in.
2: We do.
3: Uh, Let's see. Maybe I'll do a quickie question. Oh, here it is.
2: Wait. Jay is here.
3: I know. Jay, you are here. You have a question about treatment for arthritis. Hola. ¿Qué tal?
2: Muy
5: bien.
3: (laughs) You said? Oh, my God. I would love... Yeah, I would love to learn Spanish, but I've got to go live somewhere else to do that, I
5: guess. It only took me uh, about 15 years to master it, sort of.
3: (laughs) Sort of, exactly. So, Jay, you've got a question about arthritis. What kind of arthritis are you talking about?
5: Uh, Well, my sister-in-law was going in to get shots of, I guess, uh, cortisone shots or whatever for uh, her knee, apparently, She's uh, experiencing a, a lot of pain in her knee. And okay. So she was going to go in and get uh, cortisone shots or, or whatever they do with that. Sure. I'd recommend she check into you.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
5: And the, the problem is she's a, she's a college-educated, uh, uh, got a salad bowl of letters behind her, uh, RN, la, la, sure, la, 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 sure. a Ph.D., and so she texts me back says it's not an approved procedure
3: (laughs) sure well that's a shame because because what is approved i'm not sure of people say the fda doesn't approve of this but the fda is not supposed to approve of that's you know that's food and drug administration of course so
5: the reason i i mention this is I, i i am a big believer in natural healing but i was wondering if you use this to treat osteoarthritis?
3: Yes, I do every day of and the week, all day long.
5: And, and whether or not you've had any documented uh, success with it?
3: Yes, I have plenty but of I studies that we've to, I done. i like
5: Um to point her in that
3: direction. Yeah, um, she can go to the website, www.lastemcells.com, and there's some studies there we've done in the office. Uh, we're going to send you a free copy of my book, Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate Don't Operate. That's got tons and tons of studies on this, and
5: um, my uh, my brother's also a, a doctor. He's a nephrologist. Okay, another like triple PhD, and so sure. between the two of them, I don't think that they 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 consider anything outside the university uh, of what is possible in treatments for patients. I don't know.
3: You know, I'm going to tell you the opposite because I stay away from people like that, from doctors like that. And you know, to be honest, I think they hurt a lot of people. What I do isn't hurting anybody. If it doesn't work for well, you, go do other things. Um, and the doesn't and well, if it doesn't work, there's reasons for that. Usually, it's either you get a doctor who sure. doesn't know what they're doing, a doctor that doesn't use ultrasound to guide the needle, um, a doctor that that just hasn't had the experience, or a patient that has too well, much activity. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons. I-
5: I think, I think the problem with, with all of these university medical centers is that they get caught up in a bubble and they really don't get outside the, you know, the bubble of what it is they think they're learning. And well, so you know, I, I, argue, go by the by.
3: I argue with all my doctors and all my doctor friends and I tell them what I think of them and they tell me what they think of me and it, it doesn't resolve. <laughs> it, it's like the Middle East, well, you know. It goes on and on and on. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> like the yeah. yeah, it goes yeah. on and on and on. Um, but you know, I've got studies on what I do. I've, I do studies in the office, and um, and that's honestly.
5: Is some reason that the insurance companies aren't willing to pay for stuff like this when it costs so much less.
3: Sure the, the insurance companies are stuck in the medical industrial complex, and um, it's uh, it's well, a it's a big system. It's not going to change anytime soon, and uh, especially at this point in history, economically, insurance companies um, don't want to pay more money out. Um, they're yeah, cutting… Now
5: that it's become politically infested, where, where you've got politicians deciding what's medicine, it's, it's really worse than ever now.
3: Well, you're right, and you know, when you talk about the FDA, uh, a lot of politicians end up in the FDA. Or vice versa. FDA guys end up in the politicians' offices. So it's a very... So they're
5: invested in the system itself.
3: They're invested in the system itself. You got it. You're got you a very smart guy, Jay. Thank you. It's been, it's been a great talk <laughs> uh, with you. It's a
5: pretty pretty good deal for them. Not so good for everyone else's health. No, it's not but,
3: good for uh, health at all. It really is not good for I, health.
5: Well, I, well, it's nice talking to you again. And you I, too, and thank you so, to you so you much to for
3: calling, Jay. It's, yeah, thank you. And, thank and,
5: you, Jay. Good help, bud. Yeah, so, so. I'm going to
3: salute. I'm going to give out um, the phone number again to call me and talk to me live. That's 866 870 5752. We've got a few minutes left. And then if you want to catch me at the office or talk to someone about things we missed here, the office number is 800 300. And we're going to go to Bob in just a second. But I want to, I want to read this because this is really amazing. Uh, it's very touching. I just got this text about 10 minutes ago, and it said, Hi, Mark. Good morning. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. God bless you. I want to say thank you for everything. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Happy new year all together You're with your family. Thank you, man. Thanks. That's all I can say. You break my heart. You are a so very nice person. This is someone who's Spanish speaking, I guess. Thank you. God bless you. And um, I get this all the time because this particular person, I think I know who it is, um, a Spanish gardener who works here. And um, he asked if he could bring his mom in who had very, very arthritic knees, really arthritic knees, And she flew up from Mexico. I said I would treat her for free, and I did. And um, she is doing so well, and I'm so grateful. And uh, I love helping people. I had a patient yesterday who had very good success and said, you know, Dr. Darrow, you don't work a minute in your life. This is your hobby. And I said, you know, I never thought about it like that, but it is my hobby, and I love it. People call it work, but it's not for me. I love what I do, and the success rate is so high, and I get to make so many people happy. And when you're happy, I'm happy. When you're not happy, I'm not happy, and that's just the way I am. That's the way I'm built. So I do the best I can, and I help a lot of people out, um, and I'm just very grateful to do this work. So... Bob, you have a question about knee pain. God, we're getting a lot of stuff on knee pain. Tell me. What's up? Bob, are you with me?
6: The last couple people have been talking exactly what I'm talking about. So I have osteoarthritis in my left knee. Okay. And I had, I had arthroscopic knee surgery about a, about a year and a half ago. And it okay. comes and goes, the arthritic pain. And I okay. guess I have moderate arthritis. So it says, <clears throat> so says the doctor I see. Um, so tell me, the stem cells and the PRP, what exactly does it do that everything else hasn't been able to do to to fix my arthritis pain
3: okay so typically in a surgery tissue is removed they do clean outs you know they take all the loose tissue if there is a meniscal tear they often cut off part of the meniscus not always sometimes sometimes um, a surgeon will you know I make I make patients do this with with doctors where they make the doctor sign something say they're not going to remove any tissue, they'll just sew up any damage. And those people often can do fairly well. But that's not typically what's done. And once tissue is removed, that joint has arthritis in it. Okay, it's immediate arthritis. So you go in for an arthritis problem, and you end up with more arthritis. And then you lose the integrity of that joint. Okay, it's never going to function the same way again. Your pain is on and off. So I would, if it were my knee, I wouldn't have had the surgery because I did that on my shoulder before I knew anything about this, and it came out terrible Then I fixed it self-injecting myself. If I were you, I'd come in and get some injections to fix it. I don't know what else I can tell you. And what does it do? It regrows the tissue. So when when Ah. surgeons take tissue out, my job is then to regrow it. It's crazy. Why ever take the tissue out? It doesn't make sense to me. So I
6: talked to my dad a long time ago, and he told me that pain's an indication that something's wrong. So your procedure, would it it help, obviously, greatly if you found out about it once you get pain or before you get pain, you know it's coming, or does it matter? Um, I'm 64, and I know know my history with athletics and what I've done to my my body.
3: Well, this will be sort of an answer. Dave Asbury, who has Bulletproof Coffee does his whole body and he says he's going to live to 150 am i telling people to prophylactically do their whole body no so typically the people i see have some pain but sometimes they'll come in let's say you've got a a high level athlete and their right knee hurts and they they go i think it's just a matter of time before my other knee goes it's starting to should i do it and i go then you should do it yeah do them both God bless you all. Thank you very much, Bob. And if anyone want or wants to reach me at the office, the number there is The website is www.lastemcells.com. You can email me from there. Thank you, Nita Vallens and Suzette, Alex, and Jose, and the whole crew. God bless you.
2: Thank you, Dr. Darrell. Remember to hear the pet show with Warren next time from 11 to 1 every Saturday, and we'll see you next time.
1: You've been listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Now that you've heard Dr. Darrow, you can schedule an appointment to talk with him in person by calling his office anytime at 800 That's 800 Or go online to lastemcells.com. Again, the website is lastemcells.com. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow is heard Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. and Sundays at 5 p.m. right here at AM870, The Answer. Remember, to take the first step toward a pain-free life, call to schedule an appointment at 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Live long and pain-free. And thanks for joining us today.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn.